Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's uh, actually the first time on the program, but Evan, you and I talk all the time. It's Evan Brown from Fox News Radio. Uh, good to see you, my brother. Thanks for coming on today. Great to be with you. Thank you for having me. It's a sad and horrific time. And, and you know, as long as I've been on this planet, as long as you've been on this planet, we've heard about this conflict in the Middle East. you got to get Middle East peace, peace in the Middle East. What's the PLO? Who are the Palestinians? Who are the Israelis? Who are the Jews? Why is already a Zionist all of a sudden? Let's just get basic fact on what we know since, since the attack happened either late on, uh, I guess it was late on Saturday night. I'm not sure what time it was. It's really time. Um, but, but let's just, what exactly was going on? It, it was a holiday in Israel, was it not? It's a, it's a Jewish holiday. You know, and when we talk about the Jewish high holidays, people think of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Those are the big ones that yes. most people who are not Jewish know about. There are more afterwards. There is uh, there is Sukkot, which is uh, one holiday. And when Sukkot ends, it's another holiday. It has to do with the end of the year-long cycle of reading the Torah. So there's a big celebration for the ending of the Torah. Then you kind of you, you finish the last verse of Deuteronomy. You go back yeah. to the first Genesis. Anyhow, it's a big celebration. And so uh, this attack began on that day now it happened on that day in israel which meant it was still friday night when it happened here in the u.s so when yeah. i have an app on my phone that lets me um gives me the alerts when uh uh siren alarms uh, rocket sirens go off uh in israel and so yeah. friday night is when my phone started going crazy and so now, it, it, from, from what i understand there was some sort of a festival going on and mm -hmm. you had literally you had hamas terrorists who were parachuting in i mean fill me in on this yeah, so there was a big music fest, uh, music dance fest. Think of it almost like a mini uh, Burning Man kind of thing okay. uh, in the Negev Desert, uh, really just the, the, a couple miles away from the Gaza border. Uh, and so these uh, Hamas terrorists parachuted or parasailed or paraglided or whatever the term is uh, over the fence and, and to this festival. Uh, and they came out with guns blazing and knives out and they started attacking people, killing people. There were sexual assaults. Uh, some person that they kidnapped, a young woman who was seen in a number of videos that Hamas uh, terrorists gleefully posted in social media, showed her being brutalized, showed her being uh, bound and walked around, and then showed what pur is purported to be and believed to be uh, her naked, dead body uh, with them further assaulting it. This is pretty gruesome stuff, and I, I, I apologize for the, the mental images, but it's it is incredibly gruesome, and if anything that is happening over these past couple of days Social media has not really censored this stuff. And right. I think a lot of people are seeing exactly how brutal these people have been. And that's that's incredibly powerful to get this story out. It's uh, Evan Brown, Fox News Radio, friend of mine and, and a great historian on that region. And certainly keeping us up to date on what just happened. I saw those pictures. I saw those videos. It was disgusting. I'm the father of five. And they're all daughters. And I can't even imagine yeah. uh, going through something like that. Entire families slaughtered. We saw videos like that as well. What's the story? Is listen? There's no reason nor rhyme for why they did that. My right. opinion. I'm guessing anybody who's a good person would would agree with that. But what reason does somebody who calls themselves a Palestinian or even is uh, uh, Iran? That's a the biggest state sponsor of terrorism on the planet. What reason do they give that this is okay? Do they give one? So there uh, are Muslims on the planet, right? Yeah. There are also Islamists on the planet. Is an Islamist is a is a um, a, a, a terrorist and Islamist is a uh, a, a very as ra a radical, uh, violent person. It's different from a Muslim. There are a billion some odd Muslims on the planet. Most yes. of them are 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 quite happy to to share land with Jews and even consider the land of Israel to be the Jewish homeland, and they don't right. have, need to take it over. 
Islamists, however, have a need to eradicate the Jewish presence uh, from what is known as the land of Canaan, right? It's the land of Israel. Uh, many of them growing up during a certain time have never even heard the name Jerusalem. They've only heard it called Al-Quds. Wow. Uh, now, if you go through the millennia of history, uh, there were Jews there who were driven out by the Romans who renamed the area Syria-Palestina after the name of the Philistines, who were a Canaanite tribe like the Philistines you've heard of, who, like Goliath, right. the Philistine, the Amalekites were in a... These, these people no longer exist, by the way. Uh, and not until you get into more current modern times did Arabs and Arabicized peoples begin to move into this area when, when the Turks were in charge, the Ottomans, right? And then yes. eventually the British. Uh, there were also a presence of Jews there. We know this because uh, the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem, or Al-Quds, uh, had a pact with Adolf Hitler to try, because Hitler wanted uh, the Jews of the Middle East delivered to him, on a, essentially on a silver platter. Uh, it, it didn't exactly happen, but not because the Mufti didn't try. Uh, there's the, these were the beginnings of the, the, the Muslim Brotherhood and whatnot that leads to Hamas and, and all that stuff. So this has been going on with extremists for a very, very long time. Uh, and uh, there's a it, with the rise of the Islamic Republic of Iran in 1979, it has made itself into a very dangerous element because Iran historically is quite wealthy. And because of these terrorists running it, they've been able to exploit that wealth to uh, to fund terrorism around the region. It is Iran that's not just behind Hamas, but also Hezbollah, but also the Houthi rebels in Yemen that have been attacking Saudi Arabia. All so, of that causes some confusion, though, Evan, and I want to stop in here if you don't mind. It's Evan Brown, Fox News Radio, amazing reporter, friend of mine. Um, Hezbollah is Shia, Hamas is Sunni, just as Iraq is Sunni, or was, and and Iran is is Shia. They hate each other. They don't agree on a lot. In fact, there was an eight year war because they just didn't agree on the on their own religion. True. Why is it that Hezbollah and Hamas are working together now? Is it because the greater evil is the U.S. and the greater evil is is Israel? So therefore, you get in bed with your friend until as long as you need him. Uh, yes, essentially. So uh, Hezbollah. I wouldn't say that Hezbollah is actually working with Hamas, but more like Hezbollah and Hamas are both working with Iran. Now, Iran uh, is what keeps them funded. So ha they have fealty to, uh, fealty to Iran. But Iran is historically known for using non-Persian or non-Iranian Shia and Sunni essentially right. as cannon fodder, uh, as a means to an end. But if, you are, if you're Hamas and you have your own war to fight with, let's say, Israel, you're going to take their hundreds of millions or billions of dollars and you're going to do their bidding because essentially you're kind of in the same boat. Um, and if you're getting help from Hezbollah, even begrudgingly, you're going to take it and, and right. Hezbollah is going to begrudgingly give it to you. But it's not that they're all friends all of a sudden. I really wouldn't qualify it that way. In fact, uh, if for some reason Israel were gone you know, and, and left up to their own devices, I'm pretty sure Hamas and Hezbollah would be fighting each other. No, I agree with you. It's Evan Brown, Fox News Radio. So let me ask you this. We're seeing a lot of people in this country. I can start with the squad, if you'd like, who are saying things like the Palestinian military are this or the Palestinian military is that. A, there's no Palestine. B, would you qualify the uh, Hamas as the Palestinian military? To a degree, yes. They are the armed wing. Uh, or, or let's put it this way. Hamas is the political wing of something else called Al-Qassam Brigades or vice versa think okay. of it almost i might get some incoming here but think of it as Sinn fein and the irish republican army Sinn fein is the political group 
The Irish Republican Army were the people planting car bombs. Uh, and so you have a similar dynamic here, not exactly the same. Uh, but remember, when Israel pulled out of Gaza in 2005 and said, we're not going to administer Gaza anymore, we're going to enforce no-fly zones because we have to enforce anti-terrorism uh, right. rules here. Uh, but uh, the people elected Hamas to run the place. And so Hamas is now a, a, an elected uh, government, if you will, in, in Gaza, uh, which is maybe 50 square miles or so. Or, you know, is that uh, all it is? It's 50 square miles? That's it? It's 25 miles long. It's anywhere between two to three or five miles wide at various parts. Wow. This is not a very big piece of real estate. It's right on the Mediterranean. Most of it is actually beachfront. Actually, could very nice. Wait, actually, why, why did it, why did Israel give that up? Why? I, 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 for those who are watching and listening, I just want I want to say something, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. In Israel, you can be an Arab, you can be a Muslim, you can be a Christian, you can be a Jew. You can't do that in the Gaza Strip. You can't do that in Iran. You can't do that in Iraq. You can't do that in in Afghanistan. So why give up that strip of land? Why not keep that and say, you guys can live here, but it's part of Israel? Uh, well, because they, meaning the Gazans, didn't want to be part of Israel. They wanted Israel gone. Uh, and so part of the land, supposed land for peace deal was that Israel would pull out of Gaza. And by pulling out, I, it, it, Israel didn't necessarily just occupy it or administer it. There were right. Israel, there were Jewish neighborhoods, Jewish settlements, whatever you want to call them, uh, in Gaza. All of those were uprooted and at some great political and social upheaval cost within Israel proper over this. Uh, and uh, it was supposed to result in, in peace that, you know, we'll have our spot, you'll have your spot, we won't fight anymore. And that obviously never happened. Um, so, uh, so that's how we ended up with that. And so there's, you know, the, the idea that Israel could pull out of all of the West Bank and, and on, on the other side of the country, which in some places is just nine miles away, um, that we would have, uh, there would be a peace agreement with that. And some people saying, well, it didn't work with Gaza. So, uh, that's where the big, you know, the, the big argument comes for, you know, comes through in, in Israeli society. There are Israeli Arabs who consider themselves to be ethnically Palestinian, but they consider themselves to be Israeli citizens of Arab descent, and they live in their own cities within Israel proper. They they have jobs. They are educated. They serve in the military. They serve in government. Uh, and in many cases, they actually are uh, part of the right wing uh, in in uh, uh, in Israel, uh, especially when it comes to religious matters. So, uh, Evan, let me stop you there. It's Evan Brown. I want to let everybody know who you are again. If they're not watching, they can they can certainly hear it. It's Evan Brown, Fox News Radio. You probably are familiar with his voice because he does an amazing job. There are no ethnic Palestinians per se, are there? Not that are directly connected to what was Philistine. I was under no. the impression that it was Philistine because that's the the sales job that's been done for seventy five years. These were the, the the biblical Philistines, and they just changed it to Palestine because we just we updated the language, and they came into what was Palestine and took it. I thought they were actually Jordanians, Egyptians, and Lebanese. Who, who and, was and, there and, when, when Israel was reestablished? These are groups of Arab uh, or Arabicized clans that um, became what you would now call today the Palestinians. Uh, but they but weren't necessarily historically Palestinians. Correct. They are not related to the Philistines of biblical times, right? Okay. Whereas Jews have a lineage going back thousands of years. Right. So uh, these folks, uh, they were cast out of Jordan. They were cast out of Egypt. Uh, and they have decided that they themselves were going to be a nation. And maybe they are or aren't. And maybe they have a right to self-determination or they don't. But they have, uh, ever since the founding of the state of Israel, they have been warlike. In 1948, when the British mandate Palestine ended, uh, and uh, and the state of Israel was declared, the first thing that many of these clans did was attack. 
uh, and there was a brutal war in 1948. Israel calls it the war for independence. Uh, the Palestinians refer to it as al-Nakba, the catastrophe. Uh, so it, it is a, uh, so maybe these are folks who are in search of a home and maybe they feel that they are entitled to a home and maybe there are enough people who would want to live there peacefully. Uh, but so far the factions who rule these groups have not been acting peacefully. They take money from outside interests, namely Iran, uh, and promote and promulgate terrorism. The PLO was looked at as the military wing uh, or the, the ruling party. I guess Hamas has taken that over. But the, the former leader of the PLO, who's now dead, Yasser Arafat, as I put in a video this weekend, was offered 97% of what they wanted by Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton wanted his legacy to be not Monica Lewinsky. He wanted it to be, I, I, I brought peace to the Middle East. Why did the PLO and Yasser Arafat turn that down? Why was that not the best deal that they could have gotten? And why now, 25 years later, are we still fighting here? Well, uh, the Palestinian cause has been to reclaim East, uh, what they call East Jerusalem, which means Jerusalem. There is no divided Jerusalem. Right. Uh, but East Jerusalem as a capital, and without that, they weren't willing to take anything. Uh, you can go to just a few years ago to the Trump administration. There was a, a, a rather um, large deal, if you will, that was offered to use his language right. uh, that involved multiple uh, tens of billions of dollars of foreign investment into Palestinian lands to, to build new infrastructure, schools, to jumpstart a high-tech industry, essentially. Uh, and it was turned down because they didn't get what they wanted, and that was Israeli land. Uh, and so, uh, that's, um, and, and by land, I mean Jerusalem. Right. So there, there is, uh, a willingness among, um, the leadership of the different Palestinian factions, whether it's, it's Hamas in Gaza or the remnants of the PLO, now called the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank, uh, who are just determined to not have to share land with Israelis. Uh, and this has led to a, a, um, a social campaign, if you will, to, uh, to uh, describe Israelis as foreign colonists, as usurpers, uh, as Europeans who have come to take this land as crusaders, uh, where the majority of, of Israeli Jews today are not uh, Jews who spent uh, generations in Europe in, right. the, uh, in their diaspora experience. They are what we know as Mizrahi Jews, Eastern Jews, Jews who never left the Mideast. They left uh, the, the Jerusalem land, the Judah lands, if you will, uh, to go to Syria and 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 what became you know Iraq and Iran and 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 Egypt and Sudan uh, when expelled by the Romans, but uh, they never left the Middle East. What is it's Evan Brown, Fox News Radio? Last quick question, Evan, great historian, and certainly gave us the update on what happened over the weekend. What's still going on? What's likely to happen now? Uh, Bibi Netanyahu is not somebody who sits quietly as as Jews are attacked or as Israelis are attacked. What's what's likely to happen? Because I heard on Hannity on the way in today. Um, where, where Sean said that Hamas wants to talk about a truce. Well, you don't kill 1,100 people over a weekend at a festival and, and in their homes and then just get a truce. What's likely to happen? Well, uh, the war. I mean, that's really the, the best thing I can explain is, is just war. Uh, the Israelis will uh, presumably begin a major offensive, more so than what they've been doing with airstrikes. Uh, by land, air, and sea. In fact, I just had a conversation with Mr. Danny Danan. He is a former uh un ambassador uh from israel he's now a member of the knesset the parliament he's he's a member and chairman of the world branch of likud which is the center-right party of israel that's benjamin netanyahu's party uh and this is by land by air and by sea they will uh they will do this uh, that this is uh there's really no more gloves on 
for them anymore uh, because of what happened. You know, there may be, uh, as, as we're talking right now, there could be around 1,000 to 1,100 dead. Another discovery of bodies was made wow. at, a, at a farm in southern Israel uh, this morning. And so um, he put it in perspective. You know, there's 9 million people in Israel compared to the 330 million we have in the United States. So for them, this is like us losing about 40,000 in an attack. Oh, wow. And, and, and again, for some reason, families were targeted. It doesn't make any sense to me. One, one last question, Evan. Um, yeah. It's been described by people here in this country, those blocking roads in New York, which is not a, an allowed protest, by the way, um, right. that for some reason, the Gaza Strip is an open-air prison. That's their description of it. Like these people have no freedom, no liberty, and that Israel somehow controls them. Is that true? If they have no freedom or liberty, it's because the people that they continually wish to be in control are not allowing that freedom and okay. liberty. There's a lot of money in Gaza. A lot of the people who run Hamas are very wealthy. A lot of them are hiding out in, in five-star accommodations in Qatar. Uh, they're not living in, in the remnants of Gaza. Uh, but these these folks are um, uh, is it it's it's they're not permitted to necessarily enter Israel, but some are. They have work permits, and Israel often lets people come in to work as day laborers because Israel wants them to have their own money, um, because that'll lead to you know perhaps lower tensions. Um, but uh, no one's visiting Gaza, despite the fact that uh, they have luxury hotels, and that's probably because Hamas puts training camps right next to the hotels. Do you want to be staying in a five star resort that might no. get struck by an airstrike? You know, I mean yeah. it's. It's it's a bit crazy. There's so much mis and disinformation about this entire conflict. I appreciate you coming on, giving us just the facts historically, the facts about where we are in this conflict. And do me a favor, let's do this again soon, because I think there's a lot of confusion about what's actually happening in the region. Evan, thanks a million. You got it. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. We appreciate Evan Brown coming in and um, clearing up a lot of the mis- and disinformation out there about what's really going on in the region, the geography of the region. Much more to come, including some members of the squad saying ridiculous things over the weekend. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.